Welcome, 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 podcast listeners. You are here with your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. This is a, a slightly delayed podcast. It won't be for you, listeners, um, but we meant to record this last week and we had internet issues. And now we've still got internet issues. So oh, help us, help. Uh, you are here with your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. You're also joined by Mr. Lee Padabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabad
<laughs> so, yeah, so not like a channel tunnel, but yeah. like a, t- a tunnel that you're like, okay, I'm going over there, so I'm just going to um, drive into it, and I'm, I'm going to drive over there. I don't need to pay anyone. Well, you do actually over there, but it's only like a toll, like the Dartford toll sort of thing. Um, so yeah, that's a bit... Um, that's a bit only people in the southeast of Kent will understand. <laughs> yeah, that's very <laughs> localised, isn't it, that? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, imagine that. Imagine how much that would open it up. Like, you'd go, for, oh, I'm going for a day trip down to Paris or something. You'd just drive down. You wouldn't have to worry about it. You wouldn't have to worry about it. Because that's what that bridge tunnel is like. Yeah. It's really opened up Scandinavia to Europe. And, you know, if you want to go from Belgium to stockholm you can you can drive it it'll take you a few hours but you can drive it that's that is it is wicked yeah to be fair uh i'm not saying it was a bad idea i'm just saying i didn't think it was that common knowledge because like you say we um like our listenership is mostly like english and american and for um like my perception is that both English people and American people have the the delusion that they are the center of the universe. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, and that like at one point in time, it was the case where like Britain had a massive, massive empire, and we were like the hub of of everything. And again, like America being a massive superpower, and they they've pretty much got that. Um that mentality as well but because of that we look our knowledge base doesn't really venture too much away from our our little island um yeah and you think about it in terms like bringing this back to like fret talk if you like you think about it in terms of music all the guitarists and the thing we grew up listening to are either from america or from uh england yeah yeah, there's yeah, apart from maybe the Scorpions or something. Yeah, you know? there's there's like, there's a few. There's like Yuli uh, Yuli John Roth and and like you, like you say the Scorpions and there's there's the like Rammstein. little yeah there's little pockets of of like um, people outside of those those two big um, kind of musical superpowers that manage to permeate through it. But it's not it, like it's it's a handful of people across the the generations, isn't it? And a lot of them do the kind of like Schwarzenegger thing, where like um, you think of Arnold Schwarzenegger, you think of America. <laughs> you know? Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, so the governor, for instance, that. you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much so. Like. So yeah, I mean, he, he's like Santana is very much Latin American, but he's he's. Latin with a lot of American in it, isn't he? Like he's, he's very mm. popular over in America, uh, even more yeah. so than he is here, I'd assume. Yeah, he's also batshit crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's brilliant, though. I love watching interviews with him. He's just like it's like he has. Um, you know, when you're talking to someone with ADHD and they can like concentrate on something for a little while, and then it's like right, let's talk about something I want to talk about now. <laughs> and they just start going off. And I, yeah. I was watching an Anderton's interview once and he started talking about promoting drug use. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he... I've, it, was, it was something along the lines of, I've stayed really good because I haven't let, I haven't stopped taking drugs. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. 
Yeah, that's exactly the uh, the image that Anderton's TV want to be uh, be associated with. I assume. So, <laughs> but hey ho, yeah. hey ho. Uh, you know, so and then we've you, got all like the, the, the Russias and stuff like that, and the Chinas and these sort of things that we. I can't even think of a Chinese rock band or a Russian rock band or 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 any yeah. sort of music, and they they exist, and I'm sure they're really really good. Yeah, I mean, at the moment you're seeing a little bit more coming from um, from Korea and Japan with uh, Japan, yeah. K-pop and and like J-pop, J-rock, uh, like like bands like Baby Metal. Um, are a band I that I've heard of, baby metal. but they're, they're a band <laughs> yeah. that I've heard of, uh, and I am like a <laughs> middle-aged white guy. Um, yet I have still heard of of baby metal. Um, so, like they're permeating little bit by little bit, and it would be really cool actually to get more of a kind of um, internationally homogenous music scene rather than it just being. Um, Western centric, yeah. But to, to to answer your question, yeah, that bridge is really well known. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean that that that's like a good ten minutes on on <laughs> on a on a tangent about a bridge. I think we uh, we deserve a medal for that one. Uh, so Lee, you were uh, talking about um, some pedals yes. anyway. Um, do you want to tell us just uh, just give us a quick. Uh, quick insight as to what you've uh, what you've received this week. So that some some of the stuff that we can look forward to. Yeah, um, and and it's more on the way. And I'm like, God, when am I going to get time to do this? <laughs> I know them feels, but, man. Um, I know them feels. So uh, I got um, uh, an MG FX uh, fuzz, indeed, which is um, in a similar sort of vein, but apparently more crazy than the one that you dropped your demo of, which I'm sure we're going to come to in a moment. Absolutely, um, and from our friends Justin uh, Saban over at Latent Lemon uh, Effects, uh, we have the Hertz pedal, which is a pedal that I first saw. I think it was the first time I went to that. Uh, what's the race course guitar show called? Uh, Olympia. No, the race course one. Uh. London Guitar Show. Yeah, yeah. Leaks. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, London International, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, yeah, I met Justin there. It wasn't a year we went. It was a year before. So it's probably three, four years ago now. Shit, man. Um, I know. That's mental. And, um, yeah, we were like, yeah, let's do something, man. Let's let's have a look at this and um, let's do a bit of advertising on Pedalboards of Doom, so on and so forth. Uh, he's been wanting to send me one for ages, but he's been really busy. He's moving now from up Luton down to uh, Brighton or Hast- Hastings, I think he's moving down to, um, cool. which is actually not very far from me. Um, <laughs> well, it will be. <laughs> Yeah, it will be soon. So he was like, do you want to drive along and see and, and grab it? And I was like, do you know what? I do want to, but I'm not going to have time. <laughs> so he sent it out. Uh, bless him. Thanks for that, Justin. It was great. Um, it's a harmon- harmonic percolator pedal. Yes. Um, what's interesting about it is you've got germanium in it. You've got silicon in it, so you can get both sort of styles going. Um, but you've got an in-between as well, so you can mix the two, so you can blend them. Good, good, good. 
Very, very cool. Um, it's going to be in a similar sort of style to the uh, BLM pedal that we did with Zander. Um, yeah. Because that was a harmonic percolator style pedal, and it's amazing. I really like that. But that's a two-knob two, two knob version. This is Justin's own take on it, and, um, yeah, I can't wait to plug it in. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, the um, the, the one that you did with Zander was a very stripped-back version uh, of the cafetiere, weren't it? Um, I think it benefited from it. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember you saying, actually, that... Like the the option paralysis is taken away, and you've just got the pure tone of it. Mm, yeah, man. That, that's uh, I have been playing with pedals this week and uh, last week as well, but um, just kind of like virtually because um, part of my job for Tonepedia is uh, working out what settings we're going to record and this sort of thing, and. Yeah. Um, We've been doing a lot of work with uh, a little company you might have heard of called Keeley. Ah, yes, <laughs> I, I may have may have heard one or two things. My, saying that, actually, um, I I obviously know the name Robert Keeley and know his kind of history of uh, being the grandfather of mods. Um, but in terms of his pedal lineup, I could name. I'd probably be tapped out by a handful. And he's, when you, he's got when you said the gr- gr- grandfather of mods, I automatically thought about Quadrophenia. <laughs> <laughs> Dif- di- yeah, different different type of mods. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So yeah. so tell me some more about like the Keeley lineup that you've been um, been playing with. Well, it, it started. Um, you know how hard it is to demo a compressor. I think I've told this story before. Um, Once or twice. I worked really, really. <laughs> so I worked really hard to um make the uh compressor demos good and yeah. as uh as a test bed for that I used the compressor plus which is Keeley's biggest pedal. It's a best selling pedal. I think it was like he's I don't think it was his first pedal. I think it was his first pedal that wasn't a mod of another pedal. Yeah, yeah. So he was doing like Keeley mods and blues drivers and that sort of thing. I've got a DS1 somewhere with a Keeley mod on it. Um anyhow. I did that, sent it over to Rob Keeley um, and said, look, I've been working really, really hard on this. What do you reckon? Because <clears throat> occasionally I talk to him and he's so nice. He always replies. He's such a nice bloke. Um, and and he loved it. So we we took a, um, we said to him, look, should we work on some more? And, they, and Rob was like, yeah, absolutely we should. We really, really should. So we've been working on um, some of the more complex stuff, which for Tonepedia is quite a task because every single thing that you hear is a whole new recording. So when you've got a pedal with like nine knobs on it or, or a pedal with six knobs on it, but everything's got a, a second function, yes. it's um, it's a hell of a lot of recording. So that's yeah. where I come in and I've been working on these. So I've been working on the Hydra, which is uh, a mixture of reverb and tremolo. So okay, okay kind of thinking about like the old fender yeah, amps you know yeah, with the F reverb style. and treble yeah, on it yeah, yeah yeah cool yeah but it's not uh just that it does a whole load of different things um so that's really good that'll be released soon um we've been working on the um echoes which is do you know the echoes it's the delay that has flanger on the repeats okay so kind of very old cool. vintage tape vibe like the old like vintage recordings where they used to look like, press on the the tape to flange yeah. it. 
I'm down with Actually, that. funny enough, when I was right when I was writing the description for the for the product, I, I started it off about talking about Les Paul and how he he invented the delay, but then he would just like rest his hand on the thing, and he also invented flanger and these sort of things. Um, and then I was like, and then it took from the 1940s until today for someone to put both effects in a bloody pedal, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but it's um, that pedal also has a looper built in. It's got subdivisions on it. Um, you can change the rate so you can get like a tremolo-y sort of thing going on the repeats as well. And you can set it so it's got like a shimmer effect on it. It's got presets on it. Uh, I think you've got three or four presets on it. Nice. Very, very cool. And it's all in just like a normal size pedal, you know, like the size of your phone sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So is your phone. Super your phone's cool. massive. That's not my phone, mate. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. um, so... How how do you access the functionality? Is is it got like um, MIDI capabilities in it and stuff? No, it doesn't. Um, it's just different uh, combinations of how you got two foot switches. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> and you can press and hold or double tap and these sort of things yeah. to get the uh, different things. It's one of those pedals that might not instantly make sense to you, but once you've played with it for a couple of days, it's going to be second nature. Yeah. The Hydra and the Echoes are the same format and they work almost exactly the same. And I I suspect, I don't know, this isn't me saying I know anything, but I suspect that they're going to be bringing out more pedals that are in that same sort of style. Yeah, so it's got like a a similar layer, a bit like the um, the Dot 9 series from uh, Eventide. It, yeah, um, you'd enough pronounce companies weird. <laughs> Eventide, Eventide. Even T-Day, okay. Nux. New X, Lee, that is. It's New X. Although it, it's Nux, but it, yeah, it's apparently it is New X, yeah. Don't get me started on Ho-Tone. Hot, hot one, hot, hot tone. <laughs> but it is hot tone, I've asked them. It is, it it is, is hot, hot tone, tone, but it's not because yeah. it needs two T's. Yeah, I know. It's exactly. Uh no, it's not like the dot nines uh because it's thinner and taller. Yeah, but the the principle is what I'm saying because they they've got like a a standard layout for their pedals and then each and every one I'm with you. Yeah. You get me. Yeah. I think um absolutely. A, a pedal company we mentioned before actually Xander's doing something similar where he's trying to get the new um, the new revisions, like the smaller box revisions, in a uh, an enclosure that is very similar for all of them. So he, you've got like a uniformity amongst the um, uh, amongst the pedals. Yeah, I'm personally I'm super excited for the Xander compact ones because the the one thing that's always been a bit of a put off for me personally for the Xander pedals is the size of them. I love the controllability. I love uh, how it does loads and loads of stuff, but the size of them was always just a little bit, uh, but this, I, I love the way it's gone. It's, it's more reminiscent of the chase bliss sort of like compact size with lots of little knobs on it. Yes. Um, yeah. And he, he's done a great, great bit of style on there. He has like the, uh, the redesigning on them as well. He's, because they they used to be like flat color of whatever the pedal was, like be the like the red of the avalanche, the orange of the sono, et cetera, et cetera. And then the graphic was like white screen print on top, and he's he's flipped that around now, where they're 
they're like a silvery finish and then the the color of the uh the graphic print is the like denoting the pedal i think that looks it's really like it's cool. unfinished isn't it it's like an unfinished hammond box sort of thing and then you've got that that um like you say what would have been white is the color of the original box yeah and it looks it it looks so much better than I'm describing it. It actually looks really tasty. <laughs> it do, yeah, it does. You're, you're really not doing it justice there. But uh, yeah, they do look really cool. Um, and I cannot wait until I can see one actually in the flesh. Because uh, the last time I saw Xander stuff was uh, when we went to the guitar show. Birmingham and show. back then mm. um, it was uh, like he was still rocking the old, uh, the old big box enclosures. I think he had the big one there, didn't he? Which is a similar style, but just oh, bigger. the ju- yeah, the, big the Junipero, wasn't it? Juno, <clears throat> Junipero, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, Junipero. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? Did I ever tell you where that's from? No, it's from Black Mirror. Okay, there's a, there's an episode where um, uh, people kind of go into these VR worlds and they meet up, but they're only doing it like when they're old and they're living out their youth and these sort of things and they're hooking up with each other. And they, if they die, they can actually have their minds put onto this um, so they can live on so their relatives can come and meet them. Yeah. But they've got a choice whether... What they're doing is they're trying out whether they want to live forever in this town. Yeah. And it's by the beach and it's like perfect and it's called Judapero. Yeah, it's happy. I, I, I have <laughs> vaguely seen that episode of Black Mirror. I didn't pay too much attention to it because it was a really, really long episode. I think it was uh, like the end of the season or something, and they like extended it a little bit. Ah, uh, oh, yeah, there, there is a really long one with uh, like the wasps, the mechanical wasps. Do you remember that? Yeah, vaguely. Uh, right, let's let's whip it back around to like guitar news <laughs> and and pedals and stuff because well, let me go into <laughs> there was a one standout pedal that i've really really loved from the keely lineup oh go um, on then it was the caverns so the caverns is um uh delaying reverb okay Hasn't... it isn't like the other ones it's a bit older than the other ones um and we were just working on it and danny and i danny the sound tech for tonepedia and myself we were playing it and we both sat there and just went this is really fucking good. <laughs> you know, we, we're, we're like every day, it's like two, three pedals coming in through, uh, you know, um, we're dealing with all these pedals because we've got a couple of sound teams now. And like, uh, so we're working with all these. Um, we're, it, it is literally every other thing you're, you're looking at is a pedal. And that just like head and tail stood so much above everything else we've been working on like, for, for ages. And you know, we just kept saying, this is so good. This just sounds amazing. So I um I messaged uh, Robert and uh, I said to him, man, I got to tell you, you know, you know, I'm dealing with a lot of pedals and these sort of things, but oh my god, the caverns is so good. Uh, and he said something along the lines of that really warms my heart to hear it. Thank you so very much. It's so like uh, um, we were talking about it for a little bit, but um, I said, you know, everything else is really great. You know, the echoes is fantastic. The yeah. Hydra is absolutely amazing. It really is very good. But that caverns, oh my god, something else. Yeah, I, I really want one. It's uh, I don't even have the need for it. But <laughs> something that sounds that good. Yeah. Why would you not? I mean, because you've got like the 
Um, the Boss DD 500, I think. 500. Yep, absolutely. I've also got, you know, this, the um, the old Delay Llama, which is the best sounding delay that I've ever, ever played. It's just, uh, other than proper vintage tape delays, obviously. Um, but this, for, you know, just for a pedal delay, this was just unbelievable. Um, that's the Delay Llama Extreme, this one. But, um, you know, it's the same it's the same delay circuit as in the Delay Llama. This has just got some more functionality. Yeah. But, yeah, um, that Caverns was just... Oh, oh, my God. So good. I've got to, I'm going to have to listen to that. Is the, uh, yeah, man. Is the demo up on Timepedia for that? Not yet. It will be. Uh, I might even get it out tomorrow if I've got time. I'm not technically working, but you know what it's like. So, um, yeah, I, I might... Um, I saw a note saying it might be ready. So, um, yeah, I'll go in. And if, if I release it, I'll let you know. By the time this podcast comes out, though, I'm sure it'll be on there. Um, have a look. What did I release today? I think I released... I released either the Hydra or the Echo today. So... One of them two's on there. Oh. I might have to uh, like bank them up and and uh, do them all against each other. And yeah, well, funny enough, the Delay Llama's going to be on there soon as well. Ooh, well, there you go. Yeah. That's you can create like little shootouts, can't you? That's that's the point. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's what it does. So that I think that's going to be uh, that's going to have to happen, isn't it? Maybe we put it up yeah. in the uh, the podcast group and take a little poll on it. Which one's best? Could do, man. That'd be good. Um, so uh, a lot a lot of Keeley stuff. I'll, I'm quite interested into to looking at the Keeley stuff. I think the uh, the issue that I've had has been that I've not seen it in shops so much. I've seen maybe like one or two pedals, but considering the lineup that they've got, um. I don't see it all that often. I know it's. I, I'm, I'm the same. I, I've never owned a Keeley pedal. I, I'm going to. <laughs> I'm definitely going to because um, they're, they're just. I, I've I've really fallen in love with them um, over the past uh, couple of months whilst we've been working on them. Just like damn, this sounds good. You should check out that compressor as well. That compressor demo is really good. They do a, a pedal which is. I think it's. A compressor, a drive, and a boost all in one. Um, it's called something like the, uh, like the drive workstation or something like that, and that really piqued my interest. They've got these workstations, so you know, like how we were saying, the Hydra and the Echoes are in the same sort of thing. <laughs> they've got these; they have these workstations. So the Dark Side pedal, which is also about to be released on Tonepedia as well, which is the Pink Floyd one, yeah. Uh, oh well, bloody hell! That took a lot of work. There's so much on that pedal. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. So. <laughs> Jesus. It's. <sighs> anyway, uh, it's like its own little pedal board in one. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, that that um, that's a workstation, and yeah, you've, you're right. They've got that uh, that one. I've not really paid too much attention to that. I don't even know if we've got it coming out. We might do. I'd, I'll have to check it over. But yeah, very very cool. Well, that I do me because. I run a compressor, I run a drive, I run a boost. If I could have that all powered off one power supply, that's just saved me like two two additional pedal slots there, hasn't it? 
in the next coming, uh, probably next, next week now, I'm going to be working on a pedal called the Rumble Seat. Yeah, the Rumble Seat, which is from um, Analog Alien, which I, I was not sure about the name because they've got the bucket seat and they've got the Rumble Seat. The Rumble, the bucket seat is like a martially sounding game pedal, which is really good. Like super, super, super good. Um, we did a YouTube video of it uh, on Time Video, and um, the guys just made, sounded so great. And everyone was like messaging me saying, "That's bloody good, that one." <laughs> you, know, you know, when something special comes through because everyone starts mentioning. Do you know what? This one's really good. Um, but um, yeah, the the Rumble seat has a delay and a reverb in it as well. Oh, okay. So it's like a three-in-one pedal. You've got three foot switches, and you can just uh, adjust the delay. You can, uh, so it's got a nice analog sounding delay, and it's got a, a single knob reverb. <clears throat> um, and that's that's a little workstation, if you like. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, and they've got a Joe Walsh pedal, which we're going to be doing as well, <laughs> which is called, I think, the Double Shot, which is a compressor and a drive. I, I feel we've had this conversation before, mate. Have we? I'm almost certain. Yeah, I sorry. Think, I think it's two podcasts ago. It's all right. It'll, oh. it'll be a it'll, it'll be a little test to see if anyone was paying attention. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so we're we're looking about being halfway through the podcast here. Um, I'll just mention a couple of the what I've been up to this week because we've got quite a few um, pedal news, board news, of news, news uh, to get through <laughs> this week as well. Um, I think what the actual news will leave for the next one, uh, because there's some stuff coming out. There's some stuff that's kind of teased. And then I I think we just bundle it all together rather than do drip, drip, drip. We'll just all bundle it all. Um, right this week, um, I, uh, did something that I haven't done for a long time on pedal boards of doom. Um, I created a full, proper pedal demo, um, and I was I was talking about it last time on the podcast that I was like getting little bits together for uh, the Emergy Effects uh, Flaming Cake, um, and I actually I, I, <laughs> I busted my balls um, getting out the um, like basically recording recording the demo recording two. Uh, two short, uh, like contrasting style tracks. I think there was like a a doomy style one, and oh, uh, help me out here. What was the other style? Like, uh, like a kind of rock. Just, yeah, it was like a classic rocky sort of style. But it was very, both very, very good. This is, I, in my opinion, best video you've ever done. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd like really kind of pushed hard i was working like all the uh all of the night times after work like really just like hammering away at this um this pedal demo to get it out um and and done and i got i got not only that one but then last friday according to this podcast um it will be tomorrow for us um will also uh coincide with the no talk all tone uh as well so, which you put a clip of that into this one as well, which is very clever. Yeah, yeah. There's like a, a, a tiny little sneak peek, just showing the uh, the fuzz control, I think. 
Would you do the same thing the opposite way round? What have a, a little clip? Of, no, I haven't. I haven't. No. Uh, but what I've what I've done is I've linked in both of the videos. <laughs> yeah, cheers, Lee. Uh, I've linked in both of the videos so that if you if you watch the one and because with the pedal boards of Doom stuff, I'm just literally like running through a couple of the tones. Um, and if you want to get like really 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 deep into it and 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 find out what all of those um, controls do to like to the letter. Then you go over to the no talk or tone one, and you get you get that experience as well. Uh, and I've done exactly the same for the next pedal demo that I've got coming out for uh, pedal boards to do as well, um, which is one we were talking about a bit earlier. Yeah, the Nux, the new X. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's been a long time coming, hasn't it? Like you you've had this pedal for it's got to be it got to be over a month now. Oh, it's longer than that. Yeah, it, it, I think I might have got it just before Christmas. Um, they are definitely but, over a month then but yeah it's um see i really like clons uh, regular listeners will know that i really like clong style pedals that so they they hit something for me that i'm like yeah do you know what? that's that that's right um <clears throat> so i really wanted to play this one but again i just didn't have the time i'm just so bloody busy so um i, I wanted to play it before i sent it on because you know it's it's for you it's yours and i just wanted to have a go of it beforehand and um yeah 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 uh, uh but it, I, in the end i was just like i've got to send yeah. it otherwise i'm never going to send it i'm going to move to sweden and i'll take it with me so i just thought you know, I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the postage costs a lot more from sweden than it does from the south i'm not gonna lie that was that was on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd, I'd be doing exactly the same. I tell you, um, but yeah, like after a certain point, you realise this this demo is not being like made, or I'm not going to be not going to be doing what I intended with this. So I best just move it on. I do really like it when when you guys receive the pedals to demo because like it's. It's a happy day, isn't it? <laughs> you get a new pedal day and it's kind of like, I'm going to make a video of this and I know we're getting everything back for it in terms of the video and these sort of things. But it's yeah. still, we, we do this because we love pedals. <laughs> you know, we oh, like yeah. receiving yeah. pedals. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I'm in a, a happy place at the moment. I'm busy, but I'm happy um, because I've got, I've got like a, a waiting list of pedals almost uh that i need to get through and i'm um it's it's almost like kind of jazzing me up a little bit that i'm i've i've got like uh i've got a list that i can get through so mm. i'm like i'm focused on that and it's it's uh it's really cool um like i say the the one that's coming out next which will be not this tuesday but the tuesday afterwards is the new x horseman uh, that demo is coming out after the no talk or tone this time. So I'm doing it the other way around. I'm doing the no talk or tone on the Friday, and then the following Tuesday is the um, is the full demo. And again, cool. they'll both link to each other. Um, for this one, there wasn't any doom, believe it or not, for a for a clon pedal. Uh, <laughs> it was so we got like a. Um, a, a bit of a classic rock kind of inspired uh, song. I think it actually might be. I might have stolen the riff. <laughs> oh, uh, God. But, yeah, it's it's not close enough that we're going to get copyright strikes. 
Um, and then there's uh, kind of John Mayer-inspired stratty blues stuff as well. Because, uh, as I mentioned in the video, John Mayer is one of the few people with the wherewithal to be able to afford ridiculously expensive gear. And so he plays a club. Um, so it's as simple as that. Um, yeah, a lot of people actually got them when they weren't ridiculous prices and were still being made. Mm. I mean, there's those lucky people, but I don't mm. think John Mayer would be would be too hard pressed to get one at today's prices because uh, he's a man who plays Dumble Amps and Two Rocks and vintage Stratocasters and so. Mm. Well, not so much anymore now that he's um, tethered to a company. But like he, he's he's got all of these things in his uh, in his lineup of of gear. Um, so yeah, there's there's a bit of that. There's a little I, bit. Sorry, carry on. I really fancy having a go of a Silver Sky. Really they're really do. good. They're, honestly, they're they're very good. Like the 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 fact that they have a seven point two five radius on them, I thought would mean that I I would just be straight up no go for it. Um but the way that they're set up and the way that they play despite having this like big round fretboard, uh they play really well. So uh it doesn't it doesn't feel like other seven point two fives that I've played before. Mm. Uh, I need to need to need to get my hands on one. Have a have a. It's just kind of pointless. I can't afford to buy one. So yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, as much as I liked it, I thought, do I like this three times more than I do like the various other strats that I've got there that are kind of mid tier mm. price range? I'm like. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I say, it it was a, like a really surprising instrument. It was something that I wasn't expecting to like, and it actually really, uh, really wowed me. However, it needs to it needs to be something something super special. Um, I played a Sir. Um, I can't even remember what it is. I think it was it was like a. Um, just a, like your standard triple triple single coil Stratocaster style, but with a modern neck. It might have been like a classic or something like that. I don't know. What, I don't know the um, the Sir models. So if you mm. do help me out, just in nope. in the in the podcast group, let me know what I'd played. Uh, but it was this kind of um, semi translucent sea foamy Strat. And it was about two and a half grand, and I almost, I almost <laughs> made a silly financial decision with it. Was um, it really that good? Yeah, it was. It was very good. It just, it just fit very nicely. Um, but then again, it, within the same uh, same afternoon, I played um, a Schecter Nick Johnston, um, which was like uh, Indonesian seven hundred quid um, mm. strap alike. Uh, and that was phenomenal. <laughs> I found it even harder to put that one back. Yeah, I, I still really fancy one of those Japanese um, uh, AZs. Mm, yeah, I, I tried a few of them. Um, and 
I was underwhelmed. I, I didn't like the, the pickups. They weren't they weren't doing it for me. I think you you said you played the uh, the non Japanese ones, didn't you? Um, I, I can't remember which models I played. Aren't they all Japanese? The AZs? No, no, they're they're not. And the um, <clears throat> you get the Prestige and the Premium. And for love nor money, I can never remember which one's the good one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like you got the good and the uh, the good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if if they're prestige or if they're premium, they should still be wowing you because they're they're kind of higher tier price point Ibanezes. I was very un- underwhelmed by the non-Japanese one, but when I played the Japanese one, I was just like, "That's it. This is this is it. This is good. This is fantastic." I was absolutely blown away by it. Maybe that's what I need to do. Then I will. I'll keep keep my options open with that. If I did uh, get an AZ, it'd be one of the AZs, uh, AZs, the ones, the the, yeah. the the tellies strut. Oh, the telly one, the tellies, yeah. Oh I yeah, the, the, oh. the as as yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, hey hi. Um, what else have I done? I haven't done really a, a fat lot else. I've like I said, I've been recording dead loads. Let's pedal news boards of news news. News. Um. <laughs> no, 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 no. There we go. Right. These, <laughs> these are a few weeks old. These are. So, um, let's see if I can remember what they say. So, Lucas McCoy uh, said, "Vintage Boss pedal super, uh, super distortion feedbacker, the DF2, uh, favorite settings or hunk of shit." Uh, he's saying, "Is like, is it, is it worth anything?" Is it like just because it's a, a vintage boss pedal, does it mean that it's actually worth anything? Uh has anyone played one and is it is it something that's regarded as being decent or uh, my my advice to anyone is if you've got a vintage boss pedal and you don't like it, put it on a shelf and don't look at it for another ten years and then go and cash in on it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, there there are some that are uh, more more lucrative than others at the moment. Um, the the FZ two seems to be in in vogue at the moment. Um, but it ebbs and flows, doesn't it? Like you'll find, like certain ones are all like evergreen as well, aren't they? So like vintage, I don't know, like uh, like vintage DS one. Um, will probably always command a, a price because it's it's a like an iconic pedal. Yeah, I I, I have people asking me to buy my my vintage pedals relatively often. I'm like, no, I'm trying to stay. I'm trying to create create a collection. It's just like b- bugger off. <laughs> yeah, can't but, collect them if you uh if you buy them off me. Damn it. Yeah. I've often made the comparison of collecting pedals to Pokemon. You've got to catch them all sort of thing. So, um, yeah, and the vintage ones are like the, the super rare Pokemon cards, aren't they? The, like the shinies or whatever yeah, they like used to first, be called. first-gen hollows and stuff. 
Um, <laughs> You're yeah. going way, way beyond me there. Um, <laughs> so, so there you go. That's your that's your top tip from uh, from Mister Lee. Is yeah. Even if it's not worth something at the moment, if it's a, if it's a vintage Boss pedal, ten years time, there's going to be less of them than there are now because people lose them and so on and so forth. Less than they used to because people are realizing what I've just said to you. But um, yeah, the, the longer you hold on to it, the more or less, the, the more expensive it's going to be. True. The, the price of the original HM2s just shot up because the HM2W is coming out. Yep. Uh, any so, sense, does it? So, uh, Hunter Cleveland, uh, which is a name, uh, says there are two e- even tied, <laughs> even tied, there are two even tied H9 Maxes in a pawn shop uh, going for $200. Is this a deal? Um, it, I honestly, honestly, thought this was a light, uh, let's set up for a joke. No, no, no. Porn, P A W N, not porn. Uh, uh, and he says, like, and like in the initial post, he says there are two uh, even tied H9s up in a pawn shop for two hundred dollars, and then he he later clarified they are like they are the like the max edition, so they've got all the algorithms, um, in them. So, like, is 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 that worth doing? Is is two hundred quid for sorry two hundred dollars for an H9 Max? Well, one hundred percent. I would totally buy that. Yeah, to be honest, I I'd probably, probably buy them both them. actually, and then sell one off for like four. Yeah, because what are they uh, new? The the maxes. Um, they're a lot. Uh, they're they are a lot. <laughs> there you so you, you more could, than two hundred. You could eat. Yeah, you could easily sell one of them off for. Um, say $300 quite simply and then you've got a H9 Max for $100 true true uh, that was a nice easy one Eric Pinedo uh, Pindo oh this one uh, this one ties in Keeley Collection uh, gain mod time based help uh, it, like he had the same issue that we have what? is that he, he wanted to collect some uh, Keely pedals uh, doesn't really know too much about the about the lineup, so give him a decent game pedal, decent mod pedal, decent time based. I think we've already covered the time based uh, with with all of uh, the uh, the earlier stuff. How about a gain and uh, a yeah. modulation pedal? So I'd always say caverns um, since uh, from what I said earlier. Gain it's probably gotta be the fat mod, isn't it? Super fat mod. Um, and what was the other one? Modulation. Yeah. I don't know. Um Well the, the Hydra's really good and that's uh that's tremolo and reverb, so uh, I suppose that'd do. Uh but the Echo's got Flangerin on it. Uh Dark Side, go for the Dark Side, it's fantastic. It it'll do it has fuzz in it, it has delay in it, it has modulation in it, you've got everything there and you, you only need to buy one pedal. There you it's go. It's really good. Uh, that's uh, that's a top tip. That's uh, everything rolled into one, pretty much. Um, Ryan Streeter, has anybody had any great gear or music? Something uh, steals. So, stolen, not stolen. Steals. So, like oh. where you've got such a banging deal on something. 
No. I totally did. What were we saying? Totally did. Go on, what have you had? Um, I don't think I have. I don't think I've got anything which is that particularly good of a deal. Right, I've, I've told you this before, but I, it, not for a long, long time. Um, so I, I was just um, cruising Facebook Marketplace probably about five years ago. And um, I just came across a pedal board for sale. You know, as you sometimes see people are like, right, I've had enough pedal board. I'm going to sell this and I'm going to stop playing or I'm going to yeah. have a wank or whatever. And um, <laughs> and uh, this guy had um, this pedal board up for £130. Mm-hmm. And it included an original CE2 um, and uh, a Voxwar uh the my my fuzz face thing i've got the mxr what's it called the 108 uh, fuzz. the bc 108 yeah mm. um a, a load more it had a tu2 on it which i still use today um had lo- loads of pedals on it and um i messaged a guy and said to him this is worth way more than 30 quid i, w- I want to buy this off of you but um, 130 quid is that you know you can't, you can't sell it at this he went that's what I want I was like no 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 no. you don't understand yeah. you can't sell this long story short I ended up paying 130 quid for it plus about 20 quid postage and um, I sold off a few of the pedals basically made the money back for that pedal board and um, yeah yeah you've still that got was, the BC 108 you've still got the the CE2 CT2 is one of my favourite all-time pedals. It's amazing. There you go. I mean, that was a... In fact, actually, having having you mentioned that, I remembered (laughs) when I I was at university and I got a student loan. Um, I uh, I saw a a banging deal on... uh, I think it might have been GAC. Uh, They were selling on... um, Selling on Dan Electro DC 59s, the Jimmy Page... uh, like um black mountain side white summer cashmere even sorry yeah um the one you use for slide yeah 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 um traveling riverside blues and all that yeah so that kind of iconic one they were a slightly less favorable model they were um not particularly popular at the time uh and i think i i bought i so i bought two i bought one for me and i bought one for um for yeomans um and i bought them for like 160 quid a a pop um yeah like ridiculous because i just got a student loan through and i thought yeah i'm rich now like boom um but that that was like a ridiculously low amount for the amount of guitar that you got there um i ended up selling mine stupidly and it's like the biggest gear regret that i've ever ever had Yeomans has still got his, uh, and it's just it gets better with age. Um, unlike both me and Yeomans, who <laughs> the less said about that, the better. Um, right, so y- y- Yave Rust pedals that should uh, sorry pedals that sound like a JCM eight hundred can be a preamp. So again, I think okay. the the rumble seat is. A contender, yeah, like yeah, Robin the, the, uh, 
the bucket seat on its own um is is that yeah so it's it's almost like a rat but not it, it's very much its own beast and one of the really nice things that the guys found about it was um really cleans up nice without um god did you hear my belly then <laughs> no, i have to cut that know. out that was well loud sorry no, i'm keeping it in i'm keeping that in <laughs> um, so yeah um <laughs> embarrassing um so yeah that 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 sounds really really nice and it, it cleans up really nicely they they put it into check out the video they did on it they um they put it into a jcm 800 and lo and behold it sounded like a jcm 800 but they put it into a vox and it also sounded fa- absolutely fantastic um there's that there's the you can get original marshall governors still pretty cheap that's another good deal i got on that um but yeah you can get them and they are really good but don't buy the silver case ones they're crap um the um what else i suppose rats really they give you that sort of um jcm 800 sort of tone in my head um they they are like guns and roses in a box for me that's why I really love rats because I really love Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Boomer. But, you, know, you like what you like. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like the, the later end of the spectrum for Boomer, isn't it? Like, because they were, like, what was it, 87 was their uh, appetite for destruction? I think so. So, I mean, that's that's practically new, that album is. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so I'm, I'm just thinking, like, the... If I think Marshall in a Box, I always think about uh, the Messiah by Chevteau. It does like the the high and low switch. Um, the the lower lower gain is kind of the crunch channels of a Marshall. And then if you really want to kick its head in and get let, get the like roaring JCM eight hundred tones, you kick in the high gain mode, and it's just quality. Um, I really want to the... try one. I really, really want to try one because, especially since the guts of them look so great as well, they they do indeed. Um, the um, the Tech Twenty One um, British amp sim uh, like that's the that's more like a uh, a preamp kind of pedal. Um, Joyo to the the British sound which. I think it sounds amazing and I've used it uh like directing to desk. Uh like running that with some IRs and it sounds pretty convincing. Um so if you wanted like a what's what's the Wampler one? The remember it's got like a Union Jack on it. Yes. Oh, oh, like shit, what is that called? Uh I've heard a lot of people saying really good things about that. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's some sort of play on the word plexi or something, isn't it? Oh yeah, um, there's, there's the plextortion, but I think that was an older version of it. Uh, plexi drive. I, I think, think it is. is plexi drive, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's yeah that's supposed to be supposed to be pretty pretty decent as well, isn't it? There's so so many like Marshall in a box, um, like out there. It's it's hard. To sort the the real real quality ones, um, you got the the MI Crunchbox slash um, JHS um, Angry Charlie. Uh, however, you want to look at that one, that that's that gets a lot of rave reviews. 
Yeah, the the Andy Timmons one especially mm. gets because uh, that's like a three band EQ as well, isn't it? The the Andy Timmons. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind trying one of them actually. I might have a word with Josh. <laughs> Josh, can I have a pedal, please? <laughs> <laughs> please. Yeah. I'm not sure how how good a business deal that is for him, but hey ho. <laughs> uh, here we go. Right, uh, so Chad Stocker uh, says cheap reverb with good shimmer. Um, oh, what, this this writing is so small. Like if I was reading this last week, I would have. It was fresh in my mind. Uh, so <laughs> cheap, like good uh, cheap reverb, good shimmer. One has so. A moon one was shit. There we go. <laughs> so the moon one, which I assume is also because a lot, a lot of those companies, um, Nux and all that sort of thing. Nuex, sorry. Nuex are the are the company that don't. Um, they tend to if they if they're like taking those circuits, they'll put their own spin on it. Like like the um uh the horseman, horseman. Mm. Um, they didn't just like rip the uh the the clon circuit that's out there they added yeah, to, a silver uh, and a gold to them, i've spoken to them quite a lot and um they're really good that you know that they're, they're they're really um they really know what they're talking about do you know what i mean that they they are fans of the industry as opposed to i i just got into this industry because i know there's some money to be made i yes. love their yeah, you or can... something along those lines <laughs> well, you can you can you can see that intention with some of them like like these various like the the Amazon pedals for for the as as much uh as much publicity as they got that was there like Amazon don't give two shits about guitar they were just but they going they are Nox pedals then are they yeah <laughs> yeah okay so yeah but look amazon branding just stamped on it um mm. so with with kind of ruling out all of the the chinese uh like shit like more shim verb clones essentially we're ruling those out um anything that's cheap and has got a good shimmer uh so for cheap i am gonna i'm gonna try I'm going to say like 70 quid and below because reverb is something that you can't cheap out too much on. Um, Can we Google it now? Can we see what the second-hand prices are? I... Just just estimate for your... your, um, What do you call it? It's your second-hand. I think our our usual go-to, which is like the Hoff... Like Hoff Mini or... Um, the Line Six uh, <laughs> M Five. I think both of those have like shimmer settings, like within them somewhere. Um, the the Hoff you need to get. Um, you need to get the Tone Print app to be able to get there, but it's it's doable. Um, and both of those will be infinitely better than a Moore Shimmer Verb Shim Verb Shimmer because. The the shim verbs were absolutely fantastic, like the the plate and the I think it's like plate and hall setting. They they're quite good for the fact that they're like thirty dollar, uh thirty dollar thirty thirty quid reverb pedals, but the shimmer mode on it was just not great at all. 
Uh, <laughs> whereas the, the, uh, the, T, the TC um, Behringer... Um, the Sky Surfer. Is... Fluorescence. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, that, that, that might be worth a look, yeah. Uh, second hand... Second hand around 80 quid. Mm-hmm. So it's just four knob, but it's it's around that sort of price. Uh, how much did um did Matt get his new neighbour for? Because <laughs> you know, that was the world cheap, wasn't it? It weren't that cheap. I think it was like one hundred and twenty, one hundred and thirty, or something like that. It's an unbelievable price. I'm so jealous. I, know. <laughs> I really am. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some yeah. Um, look, that's that's a steal that Matt got, weren't it? That new neighbour. Uh, what is it? The the immerse is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean um, if you could get a uh, if you could get like a deal on that, if you could find one of those on the on the used market, that's your best bet. But um you aren't gonna map quine this. Uh so I think I think there's a there's a fair few uh decent shouts. Uh what else we've got? Lara uh, what about the, the hey, uh, hold up, hold up. The electroharmonics ocean um uh the ocean pedal, uh, yeah, Ocean's Eleven. It's called Ocean's. Is it Ocean, well, got o- Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So we'll have that. We'll have that as well. Um, and the Lara- RV and the Boss RV RV Six as well. That'll do it. <laughs> the, so if you can get one of them cheap. Sorry, I'm I'm just thinking of all these <laughs> things suddenly. Um, yeah, and then the Hall of Fame. But I'm I'm seeing more and more people constantly complaining about. TC Electronics pedals breaking. Okay, um, this is so sad. I've, I've got a board really of them, and I'm, I'm, I've, I've had no, no problems. Um, but Sweet. okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to apologise here to Lara, Lara, Lara Quas, um, who Leah's interrupted like three times now. Apologies, so Lara. Apologies. You, you, you get a, get an extra show here, Lara Quas. Uh, says, uh, oh, verb to warm up tone a bit. So, like, uh, a, a reverb that's going to warm up just a, a bright, spanky, clean tone a little bit to give it a bit of depth. Uh, I think we probably covered it in that last question, didn't we? <laughs> after all of that... <laughs> after I don't know. It depends. It... I'm going to go... Think... I think she's looking in the wrong place. It's like asking, like, um, should I use this sword to cut my toenails? And um, that's a really bad analogy, but quite funny. <laughs> it's, you don't warm up your tone by adding reverb. You widen your spatial awareness by adding reverb. What, what it, it thickens everything up. It, like, it definitely does. Like, if you've got a... Uh, like a generally kind of bright and spanky strat tone, and you add a bit of uh, a bit of reverb to it. it. It widens the the tone enough that it will thicken it. Um, if it is a verb that you are after, the the new TC Sky Surfer Mini, I'm gonna go with that. Um, but as you say, if you're looking to really thicken up a tone, Tube Screamer, Tube Screamer it up. Yeah. Yeah, um, or, or take away whatever drive you're using and stick a fuzz in there. <laughs> I mean, if if you're looking to thicken up a clean tone, yeah, stick a fuzz on it. No, I mean it. Yeah, do it, and then turn your guitar down. Get that sort of um, that um, 
or a blues driver you know you turn the turn the blues driver up to a gain setting turn your guitar down it gives you a nice thick tone but it's still a clean tone indeed yeah uh, um that pedal show guys um dan was showing uh showing off that oh it's, it's got to be about two or three years ago now because <laughs> that's the last time i watched uh <laughs> watch one of those uh but it was showing how you can do that with a like an analog man uh sun face uh and it to be honest it does work so as much as i'm mocking you yeah. there uh it does um who have we got coming up next lino lino t for uh, lino t fernandez uh, says how long do you hold on to a pedal after it is off your board and he's specifically asking because he's got an fz2 that no longer has made his board, but he just feels a little bit guilty about keeping. Uh, and years. might want to. 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rolling back to it. 10 years is the absolute. Yeah. Especially if it's a, a vintage boss pedal, because in 10 years' time, um, you might find that it's gone up. To be fair, though, we'll find it's gone up unless the something FZ2. drastic happens. At the moment, though, the FZ2 is hot property, so it might be worth striking while the iron is hot. Although, yeah, you have to wait ten years. If if you need money, um, and you know, it, it's a case of, oh, I could sell this and I could go and buy ten other pedals or or five other pedals that I really want, or I could sell this simple fuzz and I could go and buy something like a, a Strymon Timeline or something. Do it. Yeah, because especially the Strymon stuff, because that doesn't lose its value. I reckon in ten years' time it might, because it is digital based and it's algorithm based. Mind you, saying that people Sounds still good, buy the DL uh, DL four, don't they? The Line Six DL four, um, and that's yeah. coming up to twenty years now. So sure, but yeah, knock yourself out. Um, Lee's official stance is ten years, but if you need the cash. Um, and you've got an FZ2, people will buy it now and they'll buy it at a premium. So why not? We've got our final question here. Um, and it will be our final one for the, the podcast, I reckon. Um, this is by J. Sotelo Lack, L-A-C. Um, I don't even think these are names anymore. I think I might have been, <laughs> been on something more writing these days. <laughs> the Moor Green Mile, does it doom... No, it's a tube screamer. Next question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On its own, on its own no. Um, it's it's not a particularly bad tube screamer. It's actually quite. Uh, it it's got more like high end content than you'd expect from a tube screamer. Um, it's also got a hot mode, so it it can add a bit of a bit more gain to it. Um, if you're using it with like an absolutely like an amp that's absolutely shit in itself, you can use it to tighten up that like flubby bass response. So yes, it can doom, but on its own, absolutely, you are correct. It does not doom. It does do not doom what? at all. That that's my uh, that's my name in the bedroom. That is <laughs> what it does not doom response. at all. <laughs> 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 <No>. <laughs> and on that on that bombshell there, uh, that is where we are going to end the podcast for this evening. Um, so as per usual, we give a shout out to the amazing people who keep the lights on in 
budget pedal chap hq you are the patreon backers and for as little as two dollars a month you can go on patreon.com slash fret talk and you can be one of those cool kids yeah you can be cool uh just like mr andrew bimson mr adam yeomans of chef tone effects mr doug christ of 37 effects mr huge erection yes <laughs> <laughs> just looking disappointed there Mr. Hugie Reaction Mr. Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups and Mr. Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks podcast uh, just a quick quick shout out because I think this this releases just before the competition is over check out Fletcher Pickups uh, on Instagram and Facebook because we are doing a uh, like a massive giveaway for a you can win one of two guitars and they are both really cool. Um, we unfortunately can't enter that competition, which is a crying shame, but you listener, you can. Uh, so make sure you go, uh, Instagram or Facebook. And there is a specific post that you need to post on. Uh, so check that out. I think you've still got time. You've still got time. Go do it now. Um, so if you want to catch me online, budget pedal chap, I am, Facebook.com, Instagram.com, YouTube.com slash Budget Pedal Chap. YouTube.com is the home to the No Talk All Tone, which is tying in with Pedal Boards of Doom. Um, Lee, that's you. You are that's Mr. Me. Pedal Boards of Doom. Um, yabba dabba doo. Yabba dabba doom. <laughs> hey. um, yeah, I, I so really yeah. hope that doesn't become my branding. <laughs> yeah, but that would do. Nice. I mean, it'd be nice to have a catchphrase. I mean, I've, I've got a, a fair few speech patterns which have made their way into the the lexicon of fret talk. So maybe it is maybe it's time you start yabba dabba dooming. Um, but yeah, we've, flubby we've got bass response. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's slightly better than flubby bass response. Uh, we've got a, an amazing team of, uh, of video creators over at Pedalboards of Doom. Uh, we've got Lee, who does the Pedalboards of Yabba Dabba News. Um, we have also got uh, Mr. Lal George, who does some amazing stuff and recently did the Surfy Bear. Um, what is it? was a trend pedal. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, Surfy Bear. I think it was just called Trem, wasn't it? the surfy bear trem there you go um which was a really cool uh, like it was like vintage fender style because uh, it had the two uh not the black face and the brain face style trems and you could uh switch between them it was absolutely fantastic uh we've got mikey who's making some amazing beats and um he's, he's just he's taking it to to places that that we don't um and there's also me, who makes pedal demos now, apparently, and also does the Stomp v Stomp series. Um, so, <laughs> you're right there, Lee. Um, so, that, I mean, that's that's yeah. us for this week. It has been it's been an emotional journey. I think Lee's holding on for dear life. Yeah, I've got to give a hats off to you because you've uh, you've had a a long and arduous day and yet you still come through and made it onto the podcast so hats off to lee there we go there's me taking my half 
So, Mate, from I'm myself. I'm hungry, and I think I'm going to eat my mic in a minute. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's it. Let's, let's wrap it up quick then. From myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. From Mr. Lee, Doom. It will be a tatty bye and good night for this week. Ta-ra, Rabbit. Bye-bye, all. Bye. See you later. Yabba-dabba-doom. Oh. Knock. Who's there? Europe. Europe No, Europe <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs>